What's going on, world? This is Cam coming to you with Shepherds of Men. Privileged to be sitting here with my boys, JP yo, yo. and Wilson. And oh, what virtually. is up? We got virtual O tonight, which we are pumped about. He's looking super sexy with his changing backgrounds over there. Yes. Yes. And yeah, his voice doesn't change. <laughs> no. <laughs> hey, I got an American flag behind me. It ain't got to change because these colors don't run. That's bitch. exactly right. <laughs> don't tread on me. We're going to get right, right into it on this episode. Uh, we're going to be talking about action and attitude, which are really the only two things you can control in your life, as most people are becoming strongly aware of right now um, but before we get into that just a little disclaimer as we like to do um, if you haven't figured it out at this point if you've listened to more than one of our episodes or more than one minute of this one then we are not necessarily uh, you know pussyfoot sugarcoat whatever other kind of one of my favorite sayings of all time was I, I don't sugarcoat things I'm not Willy Wonka you know we just tell truth as we see it as we believe it and we would expect you to do the same if we had a conversation with you. Um, we are we are pro truth and, and pro conversation. And uh, we this the reason we created this movement. The reason we created this podcast is so we we could go out and spread a message that we believe, and that we believe will help generationally. Uh, if it didn't help, we wouldn't be wasting our time to do it. We are we are just as productively busy as you are. And we have plenty of things that we could be doing. We have families, wives, and children. And when I say wives, I mean each of us have one. It's not Utah. Um, and we have multiple children. I feel so sorry for those guys in Utah. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, could go, that could go real wrong. I'm going to save you right now and change topic. Yep. Um, uh, yes. Because your wife's in the other room. Yeah, and she's an amazing woman, as you were telling me earlier. That's, well, that's exactly right. She's so amazing that I can only handle one. That's exactly right. I, that's what I mean. I feel the same way. So, yep. Yeah. So anyways, um, but just, you know, listen, if something rubs you the wrong way, it's okay. You're allowed to be offended. You're allowed to get rubbed the wrong way. That That is what, what we sent out a post earlier this week about this awesome thing we got going on where we're hashtagging COVID beards and quarantine kings and kind of the purpose of that whole movement within the movement is to uh, create some unity and, and brothership, as we like to say, uh, and just kind of a, some symbolism for uh, this crazy time that we're living in and how to keep your attitude in check and how to take the proper actions and, and have a strong mentality and grow a freaking beard at, out because you ain't got nowhere to be anyways. You don't have to be clean shaven. Josh has got some glorious chin hair going on right now. Uh, o is kicking all our asses when it comes to the beard game, but he got a little bit of a head start and he's half werewolf. Um, That's true. Fact. Would, fact, fact. Fact. Yeah. You yeah, don't have to shave my back though. That's all I know. <laughs> yeah. Me neither. Cause I'm a man. Oh, oh wow. Nice. <laughs> Touche. That was great. Ding, ding, ding. Round two, please. <laughs> oh, your beard can literally grow into. No, it does. It does. <laughs> no, 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 it does. It's I, not I, I a verified. Beard. No, I verified. Yeah, Last no, time we does, were together, yeah. I asked him, I said, do you have to shave your neck so that it doesn't connect to your chest hair? And he said, yeah, look. And he pulled it down like you can see where it's shaved. He has to <laughs> you shave it. You just do a line. You just do a line. The line. Yeah. And if you're a real gangster, you just cut the line where your he, gold chain hangs. Hey, did you see the guy with the meme on the uh, the handlebars and went all the way down to the middle of his chest? Like no, dude. Oh. Yeah, that's awesome. Like, I at least, like, you know, mow the lawn every once in a while and trim it up a bit. You know what I'm saying? You, you can't let it go. You got to yeah. manscape for manscape. sure. Oh, <laughs> I mean, not, you, not, you don't have to. I mean, I was about to say, you don't have to. Every yeah. once in a while, a nipple hair gets caught in my shirt, but that's about it's the awful. size of it. Wait, for when did you start wearing shirts? It's awful. <laughs> <laughs> the biggest thing is, like, when, when it's like poking through the shirt and your wife's like, oh, you got a hair on you, and she pulls it and it's attached, you're like, ugh. Oh. <laughs> so my wife has this really weird thing to say. And I don't even know why, not to say, but to do. I don't even know why I'm sharing this. But since we've been married, and I have the beard out now, 
and for those of you that are, if this is your first time hearing about this, this is a real deal. We're, we're growing beard. We're going to have some majorly sexy beards going on over the next couple of weeks. Now I expect this pandemic to be over pretty soon and us be back to some type of normalcy. If you can have that in life. Um, and there's some things are going to be different or whatever, but in the meantime, we're going to have some fun with this and we're going to grow some awesome beards. But even before I had a beard, my wife, I just get stubble, you know, like, cause my beard grows out pretty fast, but I have like that two day stubble yeah. and like, yeah, I'd be trying to make out with my wife because she's hot and that's what I like to do. You know, I don't know how you guys feel, but I like to kiss my wife. I've um, never kissed your wife and, and I'm not interested. Well, and if you did, I'd, <laughs> it'd be like, <laughs> it'd be a whole I'm different conversation. Kidding. I'm just kidding. I know Shirt on or off. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. Come at me, bro. Um, I will shoot you in the kneecap <laughs> just to watch you bleed out. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, anyways, uh, and uh, the side note on a little bit of more serious note, and this is something I, I don't know where this came from. I picked up on it pretty early, but I've got, I've got three kids, three boys, not that that matters, but there's, I got three of them. Every time I come home now, I'm big on this. All right. And this is something I think I picked up from my mother. Like my mom is one of those people that she is so loving. Like she. Like you, I've said this before, you go to the mailbox and she hugs you like she, you're like being deployed, you know, like that's just how she is. Like, she's not going to see you for months or whatever. So when I come home, like it's something I teach my kids, like we, we do hugs, kisses in the eyes. I love you all the time. Right. Always reinforcing that. But the number one person I go to is my wife and my kids will come at me. They'll, they'll run at me. They'll attack me. They'll, they'll well, actually a lot of times they run and hide and want me to find them, but doesn't matter what's going on. The first person that I hug and kiss is my wife. Okay, so that's just a little side shoot there uh, for you men that if you want to pick up a little weight. And, and, I, and the reason that I learned that is because I did it a couple times and then I didn't do it one time and it was noticed. And where I was thinking it was just kind of a trivial thing, she was actually paying attention to it. So uh, that's free. That's okay. an example for your kids too. That's, that's a great Value example for my kids. Life. But hold on, I got to kiss your mom first, right? <laughs> Seriously, seriously. Right. And, I, no, and listen, right. this has, I mean, this does have something to do with action. Okay. And attitude too, probably. But uh, your kids need to see you kiss your wife. I'm just telling you, they need to see you kiss your female wife. Um, so uh, what were we what talking about? What does your wife for? do to you now that you have a beer? You stubble? Oh, yeah, yeah. Out? So, so okay. what she does, thank you for getting me back on track. The two day stubble, she will, when I'm trying to kiss, she will stop and like bite. Like she will get a, like, you know how you like catch a hair in between your teeth and she will like, and when it's short two day stubble, it's almost nothing. So she's like biting and like try to pull one out. And ah. I hate it. I, I can't, it's awful. Yeah, me too. But I, she I loves, like she, I don't know why she loves it, but it's her thing or whatever. And it's like, so like it became early on in our marriage, I would just let her do it like one off my chin or something like that, just so she could do it. And she just like, now, now that I have a beard, she doesn't do it. And I'm thinking that it's like, uh, anyways is that her sign of saying you need to grow it out or something or maybe what? so maybe so she maybe she was saying like you don't really i mean i need you to be more manly you need to grow grow a beard so i can't even <laughs> anyways <clears throat> so i will say this though i'm learning about beard oils and all those different kinds of things and those are important um no, not. to you <laughs> so, <laughs> so action and attitude okay listen if if you didn't catch the last episode definitely check that out we talk um about pro action versus reaction there's incredible stuff in, in thought process and mentality in that episode it's also honestly a lot of controversial stuff that'll help you think you know and develop some thought process it's really good this one we're going to be talking more about just controllables and just controllables and and as is the case with me oftentimes i don't have notes i don't have really a, a set outline for this Josh already, I'm looking at it, already has more notes than me on my episode than I do, uh, which is what I appreciate about him, one of the many things. But I want to, 
to just talk about this mentality of, of what you can control, because I think there's a lot of whining and bitching about different mm -hmm. things that people really have no control over and are never going to have control over and shouldn't uh, aspire to have control over, you know, and we talked about it again in the previous episode about what's down in the well will come up in the bucket. That's your attitude. When you approach life with a certain attitude, when you will have different results. That's just the truth of the matter. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, when you take certain actions, you will get different results. And, and I think not only are they the only two things you can control, but they are two things that you should control and, and do uh, to use O's word proactively um, as we talked about prior. So, um, as we get into this, we kind of skipped over this last time, but like, if there's anything that you guys just have like, uh, you know, 30 seconds on that you just want to throw out there real quick about something important that's happening this week, make sure the listeners are aware of let's do that. And then, uh, let's get into, um, some meat. So anybody got anything to share as far as your, um, recent quarantine experiences? I, I personally like being the light man, to be honest with you, man, anytime that, that things are, cause you talk to people, like all you see is like, Half half of the people that I know um, think the rapture is coming. It's the end of the world. Mm -hmm. uh, the other half think there's a zombie apocalypse slash um, this is the apocalypse and stuff like that. And I'm sorry, but man, since we're talking about attitude, I like to be the guy that's like, well, so are you working out or not? You know, like in my mind, like I just, I don't know. I don't buy into that stuff. Like I'm a, I'm a big proponent of if it's the rapture, um, you know, it, it says in the Bible, like you won't know, um, it, it's, it's going to happen. So to me personally, if you're living right up to that point, we, we just talked about it in the last one. Are you being proactive in your approach to that? Then you ain't got nothing to worry about the ones that are worried about it. Then you're probably not living right on the flip side of it. If, if something sweeps in here and takes me out and that's the way it's meant to be, then that's the way it's meant to be. But I'm not going to sit here and live, live my life in fear. My attitude towards things are, I'm going to be proactive about it. I mean, if, if, if we're talking about, you know, a pandemic or something like that, you, you damn sure better believe after everything we've talked about, I'm washing my hands. When I grab a shopping cart at Kroger, I'm, I'm putting sanitizer on my hands. Or any other grocery or, store. Or, or, no, or, no, or, no, you know, Kroger, you're okay. No Kroger. <laughs> but anywhere, you know, I'm being proactive about it. But it doesn't change my mentality of how I live my life. I'm not afraid to live my life. I'm sorry. Now, I might take an extra step, you know, and say, hey, look, hey, you know what? Every time I touch something, I'm going to keep a little bottle of sanitizer in the truck. I'm going to, you know, get my hands all cleaned up before I grab my four-month-old baby and put him in the truck or whatever it may be. I'm not going to take my four-month-old baby to the grocery store with me around a bunch of other people because it's just not necessary for him to be there. Um, you know, but on, on the flip side of it, like, I'm not – I don't know, man. Nothing's really changed for me. Uh, Mentality-wise, I'm I'm happy as can be. I'm ready to go kick ass at life. I'm ready to go get my own ass kicked when it comes to me, you know, working out and stuff like that. So, you know, for me, man, mentality-wise, nothing's nothing's really changed. If anything, I've stepped up the positivity one more notch. Yep. When I talk to people, yep. like, listen, dude, like, yeah, shit's shit's not good. Things have happened that are that are not good and stuff like that. But there's a lot of positives that are happening. And mm -hmm. we need to focus on, dude, there's people out there that are doing shit that's not being spoke about because everybody wants to focus on the negative stuff. Man, there's people out there donating time, donating money, donating, you know, efforts and all kinds of stuff. And it's just cool to see. And for me personally, I think, I think this is where sometimes leaders step up from a positive mentality, not naive. Right. So don't, don't discredit that. Don't, don't be optimistic to a naive sense where you're just like, Oh, nothing's wrong. Everything's good to go. But a positive sense in being a leader, like, look, 
shit's going down, but it's going to be good. We're going to win in the end. Uh, so for me, not to get too deep early on in the conversation, but that's, that's kind of where I'm at. I'm, I'm probably extremely optimistic at this point about things. I mean, that was only two minutes, but Hey, it was worth it. <laughs> but, uh, but there's a positive two it was minutes. It was positive. a good attitude. <laughs> that was the quickest, wittiest thing I've ever heard you say. Oh, I know. I know. Ever. Yep. I'm, I'm not the best. Witty. <laughs> I'm not the wittiest person at this table. I will tell you I'm that. Just giving you a hard but time. that is true though. That I'm is a true statement. I love you. But no, I couldn't agree with you anymore. Uh, like literally you and I are on the same page when it comes to all that kind of stuff. And one thing I hope you men are listening to and you caught is that he doesn't take his kids or his wife or anybody to the store. He takes it himself and he is in the front of the battle. If you will, we're up against you as a man, it should be doing that for your family. And you take the brunt of the, of this potential threat, uh, full force and not, uh, have your kids and the people that are more vulnerable, not saying that wives are, but you, you get what I'm saying is you should be leading your, your family and, and out there like that, which is pretty cool. And that's what I've done. I and mean, my wife and I, we were talking about, it. I was like, you know, I, I'm going to go to the store to go, uh, take care of whatever needs to be done. And I had to fit everything in in my schedule yesterday and missed a run uh, for a workout. So I had to run today. Uh, did to you really miss it. it though? Yeah, he did it. Real. He <laughs> just got dark and he decided to <laughs> not run in the dark. Yeah, you said it earlier. You, you can't what? run. You can't run in the dark. dark. Nobody you know, runs in the dark. Comes after you in the dark. <laughs> and Especially when you live in the country where <laughs> nobody's driving, you can't Bro. run in the dark. Yeah. yeah. No, I told. That's what like I told. Mosquitoes. I was like, yeah. I'm not. I'm not running. I'll just run tomorrow. Make it up because I. I knew we weren't going to do anything today for workout. So I was like, okay, I'll just put my mile in today. And I did more workout than just that. So there you go. I feel good about it. But I'm glad you do. I feel pretty good about this. <laughs> I feel good about it. <laughs> Makes so one of us. We always feel good about it at our house. But yeah. <laughs> that's, but true that's true. Never that's so true. Oh. It's all positive. It's all uplifting. It's all, it's never doom and gloom. And for those who, who are in fear right now, man, just, just think for yourself and just kind of think outside of the box and just, Take a look at, take a, take yourself out of the equation for a minute. Take a couple deep breaths, just relax and just, and just think, okay, this, the world's not going to come to the end. It's going to continue to tick on. Yes, there's a lot of crap going on, but that's happening all over the time, all the time. It just media is not covering it all. Okay. So, I mean, there's so and much. If it does come on. to an end, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like at that point in time, it doesn't matter. Why are you worried about it? I mean, yeah, <laughs> to right. be honest with you. Well, that's the truth. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. And, my, and my personal belief, I hope that you know your Lord, uh, uh, Jesus Christ is your savior and hopefully see you in heaven. But outside of that, if you're living in fear, figure something out. So. Yeah. I mean, it's going to suck if you don't, but you're still going to be over. What are you going to do about it? Yeah. You know? So yeah. like, like don't, don't live, it. don't live um, anxious. I mean, and listen, I'm, uh, this is, and I'll be real transparent. I was talking about glass houses, uh, previous episode. The, there's a, something I struggle with and I don't really like to vocalize struggles or things like that other than when I realize they can help people, you know, like a story or something I've been through or whatever, but like a personal thing for me and my wife could tell you about this is like is anxiety and it's not an anxiety of fear. It's an anxiety of um, control probably is really what it is when I think about it. You know, I don't like not having control of a situation and that's not necessarily a positive thing. Um, but I can't imagine in those times and it doesn't well up often, but in those times where I've, I feel like I don't have control and there's a little bit of anxiety or whatever, I can't imagine living my life like that every day. And I know people do and they do it at even another level where it's not even just lack of control, but it's complete fear, oh, you know? God, dude, yeah. And dude, if that, that is a, if that is you right now, if you're listening, like you need to go get in some books, you need to go get in some prayer or meditation. You need to associate with some people that, that are stronger mentally than you right now is, you're not a bad person. You're not, we're not, um, 
degrading that, action. but you need to yeah, take yeah, action absolutely. on creating a different attitude for absolutely. sure. So, so, Oh, we, we kind of skipped over. I took control. No, there. no, <laughs> it's, um, it is, I'm sharper than I ever have been, to be honest. I've taken this time and it's not really been downtime for me, but I have had some extra time without our commutes to work and whatnot. And, uh, two hour round trip, you know, that I've been able to put into do, do what? So those are cute. That's yeah. cute. I drove six and a half hours yesterday. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sucks to suck. I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, That's what I was about to say. I mean, I'm still trying to figure out why both of y'all are fucking driving. <laughs> so, but he's but, not. I am. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm I will not, say I'm I have not. sunshine on my face. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I've got a window. But only this side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Good point. So, <laughs> got a wicked tan going on. He's gonna be wrinkled on one yeah, side. The other side's gonna look like a baby. Well, I think I'm, the biggest thing to COVID, but I got skin cancer. <laughs> Good, going, going into this, I think, and, you know, just seeing how things were progressing in other areas and kind of expecting it to go that way here. Um, I, I, I wanted to really, I just asked myself, you know, who are you going to be when you come out of this? Yeah. You know, who's going to come, you know, with everything that's going on. Um, if everyone is quarantined, locked down, whatever you want to call it, is it, you know, who are you going to be when you emerge from that? Right. Uh, so, you know, Candy and I both have really spent a lot of time learning and digging into to new material to learn new things. Um, and really, we haven't changed our schedules much. You know, we still do the work thing from, and my thing is kind of shortened. We, we go from 10 to three, I think, 10 to four, um, just on calls and whatnot most of the time today. But outside of that, I'm learning uh, and, and sharpening the ax. Just because when, I, when this veil lifts, when the curtain drops or raises or however you want to call it, um, when they fire that ready, set, go gun, um, I'm taking off and I'm going to leave everyone who did it do the same thing I did behind. And I'm going to hug every person I see. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Just out of sheer making them freak out. Yeah. Handshakes all around. But the government yeah. said it was okay now. So yeah. we can hug. <laughs> I want to touch on, I want to touch on what you talked about with fear too. Cause I've, I've mentioned in, in, in earlier episodes and Josh, you, you touched on this and kind of called me out on it. So I want to, I want to clarify what I mean by this. Um, when I say that I don't believe in something. So I think it's important for me just to touch on this real quick, if it's okay. You know, there, there was a lot of things going through life. That's how I approached it. You know, I, I think fear for me is like, uh, I'm, the, I'm the exact opposite of a fainting goat. Like I just don't, I don't have a fear bone because I, when, as soon as I start feeling that, I'm like, fuck that, I don't believe in that. Um, you know, the flu sucks. I decided I don't believe in that. I never got it. So with the COVID stuff, it's kind of, I've just chosen that, you know, when I was beat as a kid, I chose to not believe in that, that at certain situations so that I could overcome them and not let them beat me. Does that make sense? So when I say I don't believe in something, I choose to not let it beat me or, or control me. If that makes coping. sense. Yeah. Coping. Which is, is an attitude thing. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, and you probably take some actions to increase that. Strength oh, absolutely. Attitude, absolutely. You know? You know, so um, as, as far as, as far as what's going on, it's not that it doesn't, you know, just because I don't believe in something doesn't mean it doesn't affect the people around me, obviously. Um, and it's not a disrespect to the people around me. It's just how I am personally coping with that. Yeah. hundred percent. And, and what all you guys were talking about, I mean, the, the, the truth is there's a lot of action to be taken. Mm -hmm. Um, during this time, I think probably, and, and not to spill back over into previous episodes is being proactive about, who you're becoming during this time. If your schedule is changed, if there's a, you know, if your calendar is different, like there is an attitude of I'm beaten, I'm losing, I'm, you know, whatever, I'm going to be worse off or I have no control. And then there's an attitude of shit. This creates new opportunities. This gives me a chance to, to spend more time with my kids for some people. This gives me a chance to spend more time with my wife for some people. 
Um, you know, I, I am fully aware that some people are, are getting hit pretty hard financially and that sucks. There, and there's, and this is one thing I want people to understand when we talk about focusing on the positive, it doesn't mean we're naive to the fact that there's negative. It doesn't mean that we're not aware that there's shit that sucks. Mm -hmm. It just means that we choose not to focus on that. We choose to decide what kind of actions we're going to take so we can still live uh, in harmony with our family and, and have positive days. Like, I mean, listen, we've all been in positions where financially it was awful. I mean, we've all talked about that openly on here it, and it, it does suck, you know, but it also creates, it also opens a different level of your mind where you can start getting creative and becoming more than you were prior to that. There's, I would, I'll speak for all four of us because I believe it's true. And, I, and honestly, I believe it's true for everybody. There's certain levels of your capacity that will never be opened up until you hit that level of, of, uh, you know, financial destitution or whatever it might be mm -hmm. or health risk or not risk, but you know, health challenges. There's just certain levels of you that you would never know are there if, if you didn't get just broken down completely. And I know that sucks. I'm not saying that that was, if, if we could choose, we wouldn't want to go through that stuff. But if we're going to anyways, and you're gonna, you talked about it. The shit's going to hit the fan. The big bad wolf is going to show up at some point. The difference is how are you going to, what's your attitude going to be? Like, how are you going to choose to approach it? What, what is going to be your speech back to it? What are you going to be, um, you know, speaking, vocalizing out loud to your family when all that stuff's going on? There's been times where I've struggled financially when I was by myself and I had to speak to myself. And there's been times when I've struggled financially when I had a family and, and everything was coming up roses to everybody else. I guarantee you, you ask my kids when they're 20 years old, if we ever had it rough, they will never know mm -hmm. why not because I don't want it to be real. Like they shouldn't be aware of that, but because that ain't their problem. You know what I'm saying? So are you watching cartoons I, I while I'm talking? With no, them? I'm, I'm trying to, I'm, I, so, so O's not sitting with us and I'm, I'm trying to send him a picture of somebody rubbing a middle finger in somebody else's face and it won't fucking go through. It's real, real important. I'm glad you're emphasizing. Sorry. Yeah. It's people growing over here. <laughs> Sorry. It's, he's my boy. I got I to gotta send him some love. I'm trying to send him some love, and it won't go through. Sorry. We can't anyway. multitask. But I do agree <laughs> we with can what bust chops. And... I agree with what you're saying. Yeah. So, and the other thing 100%. is, you know, they build off of each other, okay? So you got to take action to increase your a positive attitude. Um, but I also think you need to have a positive attitude to, to, to implement some action steps. Um, so if you guys want to speak to that a little bit, maybe how you've done that throughout your life of when you realized – Okay, there's, and I was listening to, um, on the way up here today, I was actually listening to Steve Harvey. And, and honestly, dude, he's one of my favorite guys to listen to. He's so yeah, freaking real. Good. I love his communication style. I love the way that he is just, tells his story and he's just wide open. He's so common sense. He's based. so That's common a, sense. He looks at you, like the, the thing that I love about that dude is he looks at you while he's talking to you. And then like when he looks at you, he's like, why the fuck is this like new <laughs> to yeah. you? And, like, okay, so aside from how impactful his thought process is, have you ever seen the episode where he talks about the, you know, what comes after Q words that, uh, like it's the oh, family so. feud, you know, like he hosts family feud yeah, yeah, yeah. and, and the one dude goes, uh, or what is it? Uh, coupon. And he goes, coupon. <laughs> Me and my wife laugh about that so much. Look oh, that up yes. on YouTube. Yeah, coupon. He's like, he said coupon. Yeah. But anyways, he talks about in, in this, um, in this video I was watching, he just, he talks about, uh, his story and like kind of how he had to share that and where he came from. Um, 
And you guys got me totally off track about why I was bringing Steve Harvey up, other than the fact that you listened to him on the way up here. Yeah, I know that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was there when I did it. No, you got you off track. I didn't say yeah, nothing. <laughs> Steve Harvey's awesome. If you're not listening to Shepherds of Man, you should check out some Steve Harvey stuff, but only after the fact. So, right. input about positive attitude. In, input okay. on um understanding oh the controllables that's, that's what it there was it he, he ultimately came to the to realize and he said people are so caught up in trying to figure it out yeah. he's yep. like have you not realized yep. that you ain't supposed to figure it out yep like that is never anywhere said that you were supposed to figure it out so once you have um accepted that it's very free yep. it's very free to go i'm not supposed to have it all. and this is coming from a guy that likes to have it figured out this is coming from a guy that likes control yep. But once you realize and you accept it, I, I can't figure it all out and I'm not going to figure it all out. But what I can do is have a great attitude no matter what happens. And what I can do is take proper action steps and pro-action steps, as we talked about previously, um, to put myself in a position to win and put my family in a position to win. So where, how have you guys done that? Like, how have you guys taken action? How have you guys increased your, your, uh, your attitude in a positive way? So I, what you just said, Gary Vee talks about that a lot. And I respect Gary Vee because I, I love the fact of Gary Vee's approach to things like you can call me the greatest speaker in the world or you can call me a shithead. I don't really carry the way. I don't really take it personal, no matter what you say, whether it's good or bad or whatever it may be. Um, but but he talks about he talks about society today and how true entrepreneurship works or true success in life works. And he's like, dude. The problem that we have today is when you turn 21, for some odd reason, society believes you have to have everything figured out. So people beat themselves up on a regular basis because they don't have everything figured out. Now, should you strive to learn as much as you can and not keep like beating your head against the wall? Absolutely. I, I, I think you should. But I don't think you should beat yourself up when you're 21 years old because I, I had a... I had an older gentleman that, uh, that has done well for himself. Whenever I was 20 years old, I looked at it and I was like, you know, like you got a nice house, you got a nice car, you got a boat and stuff like that. And stuff. he looked at it and he said, dude, I'm 55 years old. He said, I'm, I, I have, I've made good decisions throughout my life and I should have stuff like this. You're 20 years old. What you need to do is start to create a game plan on what you're going to execute to make more money and have more than what I have. He said, but you got to understand 20 years old and 55 years old is a huge difference, huge difference. I'm where I'm at in life today because of decisions that I've made over 25 years that you haven't been alive, right? That you need to understand that. Uh, but you know, I, I just, I think that's, that's, that's a great point. Like you, you're not going to have everything. You shouldn't feel like you should have everything figured out. To be honest with you, go get some freaking bumps and bruises. If you're young, go get some bumps and bruises and don't be stupid. Like don't go do shit. That's not going to benefit you, but go do stuff that could potentially benefit you. That scares the hell out of you mm -hmm. because you'll learn from it. Really cool. Uh, just when you, when you said that first example that came into my head is, uh, so, so Maverick decided to take his, uh, training wheels off of his bicycle on his own. Nice. He's like, I'm taking my, I'm, I'm taking my training wheels off. And I was like, okay, cool. So bust out the tools, let him take them off. Right. So he takes his training wheels off, rides it in the grass a couple of times, decides not to do it anymore. Two, three days later, we're out there working out in the driveway. And all of a sudden I see my four-year-old son cruising up and down the road over here on his bike with no training wheels or anything, just, just cruising up and down the road. I'm like, dude, that's freaking awesome. You know, and he falls down a couple of times and we have the whole spiel. But what's cool about the story is the neighbor across the street, their son's name is Maverick as well. Uh, but he, 
he can ride his bike without training wheels. And that was a really dry, a big driving factor for him was like, you know, I'm gonna take my, I'm gonna take my training wheels off. You know, I want to, I want to get out here and I want to get after it. And he fell down a few times and stuff, but the two of them are out here riding around and they would fall down and scrape it up like their elbows or hands or something like that. And to our neighbor's son, when he would come over, like, cause that we, we hang out with the, you know, their parents and stuff like that. He'd come over and he'd be like, Oh man, I scratched up my arm and stuff like that. And his mom would be sitting over there. I'm like, Oh my gosh. Awesome. Boo boo. That's great. And he kind of look at me all weird and stuff like that. And then they clean it up and he'd go back and then he'd fall down again, have another scrape or something like that. Man, that's a really good boo boo, you know, and stuff. And finally he came up to me and he was like, why do you keep saying those are good boo boos? And I was like, dude, listen, if you're not getting boo boos, you're not doing anything and I promise you, dude, that one of the proudest moments for me is he came back up to me the next day and he went, Mr. Josh, Mr. Josh, look, I got a good boo-boo. Nice. I got a, and he was proud of it. Yeah. And he was like, he, he, he looked at me and he was like, that's a good boo-boo, right? And I said, yeah. And he said, so why is that one good? And I said, because that one's going to create a scar that nobody else can wear but you. That's going to be yours. And that's going to be a lesson learned in life. Now that can go for a lot of different things, right? That can go for business. That can go for school. You know, take chances, man. We've sent out some, some posts about doing, doing things that, that scare the shit out of you, man. Don't, don't be afraid to fall. Don't be afraid to screw up, you know, get out there and get out there and do it, man. Like get some scars, man. Cause they're yours. Right. And you earn them. Yeah. Chicks yeah. dig scars. Chick, so, yeah, absolutely. And chicks so, dig scars. That's a big deal. Get, get a bunch of them, man. I mean, those are, those are conversation starters. I mean, you, you when you're stay, staying in a bubble uh, and, and sheltered and in fear or whatever the case may be because you don't want to attack life, you want a lot, life to attack you, you're never going to have anything to talk about. You're never going to relate to anybody. You're not going to be able to sit at a table like this and be like, oh, yeah, I could talk about this, this, and that. Yeah. And, and, and you're just going to be dull and, and dry. You're not going to have anything to, to offer to any conversation, to anything. I because I mean, men are supposed to be warriors. And, and if you were to go into a battlefield and you're looking to your left and there's a guy that, uh, that's supposed to have your, your left side protecting you and has no scars. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I need somebody else. I need, I need to trade you up for somebody else who's got some experience in the yeah. battle because I know that, that my left side is going to be weak. Right. And, and that's the, that's the idea is that you're going to, every single thing that you accomplish, you get to, to wear it with merit and say, Hey, this is what I've done. Where, I'm reading a book right now. It's about mindset. It's talking about fixed mindset where people to just, they're in a fixed type of uh, uh, attitude where they don't think that they can ever grow. They're, like they're, they're born with an innate ability and that's it. And that, like this, what you're born with is all you got. And that's like the most backwards thinking that you can think of because taking action every single day to, to develop you, to become a better person. what we're talking about, what this movement is all about is bringing back that old school mentality and that fight and that vigor of, of being a man. You, you got to have action. You got to have a backbone. You got to go and do things that like what JP says so well, is that it's going to scare you. And if you're just sitting back on your heels, you're never going to be ready for a fight. You're never going to be ready for what life is going to have. Yeah. And I, I've talked about like with a post just recently, you know, where my son, you know, just, he, we like to put him in places that's going to cause him a little fear. I want him to get a little bit stirred up. I want yeah. him to, to get a little riled up and I want to make it to where my wife goes, Ooh, maybe that's a little too much and push the envelope. Like when you throw Maverick up so right, high, yeah. dude, that kid's not going to have any fear no. eventually. But what's your attitude? Like, so the, the whole circle back with what I was talking about was the attitude towards it. Yeah. As soon as my attitude towards that, that scrape or that, that, 
that, that awesome. feeling of pain mm -hmm. and that like bad thing, like you broke the skin, you're bleeding. It's a bad thing, right? It's all bad. When he saw me go, oh man, that's awesome. Good boo-boo. Everything changed in that kid's mind. Yes. So let's, let's go into that a little bit because that's, awesome. that's an important freaking thing, man, especially for men, especially for fathers is to set the attitude in your household. Mm -hmm. Like the whole being a, a thermostat, not a thermometer, you know, that hap that is with attitude big time. And I know all of us do this. I've seen you guys do it and we've learned that from people that have done it and i know me personally I, I the way i knew how to do that is i watched other people doing it with their kids was like you going that's a great boo-boo that's a great scar whatever it is i mean we do that with our boy we got three boys they break shit they they hurt themselves they fall they do it all the time you know and and honestly all their personalities are different but i'll talk about the two little ones specifically because one's 14 but the two and the four-year-old their personalities are like night and day right however constantly my wife is and i am too but it, when when owen the four-year-old he has a more um as I, I when i use the word softer it's not a weak word what i mean by that is he's he's a compassionate kid he's a he's a uh, he's a lover not a fighter and unless you really get in his face, then he, he's one of those guys. It's like when he gets older, when he tears up, you better freaking move. Yes. Like, Cause he's about, to, he's about yep. to knock yep. your ass out. Yep. But, but he's a little more um, sensitive to things. Like, so if he falls or gets hurt, it can be a little bit more dramatic. Um, whereas cash, the two year old, uh, he could break his nose and you'd have to tell him, you know, like <laughs> it's just a different personality. Right? right. But with, with, but he has his things to where he overreacts to or whatever, because he's two. Yeah. Right. But, and, and some people would think, and I guarantee you some people would hear this and be like, Oh, that is unbelievable that you would just, you know, your kid could truly hurt himself to where he's just like alligator tears coming out and screaming bloody murder. And you're just treating it like it's nothing. Right. A hundred percent. I will do it. If it's actually nothing. Now, if it were truly something, if bone was hanging out or something like that, obviously we would take care of business, but 99.9% .9 of the time, it's huge freaking out crying over nothing mm -hmm. and we do not react to it. We but, do not react at all. We yeah. keep a cool attitude. We yeah. keep a cool yeah. head and we say, Hey dude, it's awesome. No big deal. Nothing's wrong. That's going to be awesome later. Look, you know, look how, how much you like, you, you can't even be hurt. You fell off that slide and you're great. You know, uh, it's not to create stupidity in your kids to do dumb things, but it is to help them live in a, a life where they're not full of fear mm -hmm. and to where when they have um, adversity, they know how to handle it. Exactly. They, they handle it with a great attitude. And it's not just a physical thing. It can be like when somebody says something to them or when, you know, things don't go their way, you know, they don't get their way or something like that. We create an attitude of, Hey, that's, that's how it is. We didn't get our way. We're going to try again tomorrow, mm -hmm. you know, and we're not going to pout about it. Cause if we pout about it, we damn sure ain't getting our way. Yeah. Right. Uh, absolutely. So, I mean, the, the, as far as, I mean, as far as my son, it's, it's creating, uh, dude, the O'Neills are just berserkers. You know, I think every single one of us until me have served in the military and I, I the reason I'm not in the military is I, my dad told me, but him and my grandfather advised me to not go into the military because of the way things are now. Um, but I find it interesting that many of us have this defender gene and I find it, I, I, as I observe my son as he's growing, especially now with as much time as we're able to spend with each other, silver lining, you, you know, I, I hear a lot of people, I think reflexively uh, complain about having to spend so much time with their kids. I'm loving it because I get to develop him. That blows my mind when people complaining about that. Oh yeah. But, but I think it's more of a, it's a crowd mentality thing. People just yeah. you have something to complain about. Either way, I'm loving it because I get to develop habits that with him that I want him to, you know, create that'll help him win. 
But one thing that is one of my favorite things is that if I'm picking on Mia, he comes to her aid. That's my Mia. And he'll start, you know, play fighting me or whatever. But, you know, he could be hitting me as hard as he can. I, I don't really know. But the cool thing is, is when I go up to that kid and I'll like, he'll, he'll be playing his room and I'll come in there and I'll be like, rawr, rawr. that kid grabs his little wooden Renaissance sword and comes swinging after me. There's no fear in this kid. He might jump like, cause I startled him, but that kid attacks any adversary in his way. When I say this kid attacks brick walls, he's not afraid of anything. He will jump off of something high and not care if hopefully someone catches him is pretty much what he's, he's thinking about. There's no fear there. So what I'm excited about is, you know, is he gonna, how good of a UFC fighter is he going to be? Or <laughs> we're, we're in, we're in, I mean, listen, we're looking listen at, to the speech though. Listen to yeah. the speech. Oh, listen to what he, this is, there's a lot here. He didn't say, is he going to be a good UFC fighter? He said, how good of a UFC fighter is he going to be? Right. Now he may be kind of joking about that or whatever, but that's the way that he approaches stuff with his kid. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. It's not a, it's a, it's not a question of if it's just it's with. At what level? And if he with a definite purpose, and I will say, if he serves in the military, because that's obviously his choice. um, The UFC fight is not (laughs) right. Exactly. No, that's my choice. He's doing it. Yeah, but I mean, but I mean, but the kid loves a good scrap, dude. I, I, I would be, I would be surprised if he didn't take that route at least some point in his life. But the military thing, just the way he's, the way he's built, the way he, he, this his, I don't know, everything he does, you can just see that he's meant to be a warrior in some in our society. You can just tell, man, you know, yeah. when you, when you observe people's, you could, you can look at a wide spectrum of kids and you go, that's a badass. That's a badass, man. She'll probably make, she's a good speaker. You know, she already like eight to 10 years old, she killing speaking thing. You know, it's like, you can see kids that are creative. You see kids that are athletically inclined and not to say someone can't develop those skills later. You just see kids who already are developing these skills early on that are already kicking ass and looking at my son. It is, it, you can just tell if he ends up serving the military, this country's going to be, in good, good fucking hands. Yeah, good. You know what I was picturing yeah. when you were talking Maybe about so. Eric defending a or, or defending was Eric attacking a brick wall? Is it Robin Hood men in tights where Blinken is like wearing that wooden thing out where he's like <laughs> and he stops and breathes? He's like the blind guy. Yeah. The blind guy. Yeah. No, hey, I have no arms, but you have great tits. Yeah. <laughs> you have some very nice boobs. <laughs> But no, it's it's just say, hey, Blinken. <laughs> Spending this time with with your kids, it's just super cool to to see like the amount of time we have, and not just off days, once a week, couple days a year, kind of thing. But it's every single day for a month, and you're like, dude, these, this is something. Like, and you can actually you get to actually make and develop those habits with them instead of the, the babysitter or the or the school that they're going to, you know, you get to instill the mindsets that, that you want them to have. Dude, my kids going back to school are going to be fucking champions because we've studied and focused on things to change that mindset. We've developed habits now of the last three weeks that when they go back to school, they're in good shape. So it's going to be cool, man. I'm, I'm actually pretty excited. We, we've taken a lot of time to learn in this downtime. You know, this isn't, have we been on Netflix? Yeah, dude, we're not, you know, we're not just, but it's not all day, you know, understand we're, we, we may watch an episode or two before we go to bed, you know, if we're not doing something else. But the biggest thing is, is that we're focused on sharpening the ax. So when it's time to go back to, to, and get back into the suck, we're ready. And we're more than ready. I will say this about you saying people staying at home and now they have to be dealing with their kids and stuff. I hope you beat the shit out of your kids because I know for a fact, uh, not, not like, not like that, but like, I know what what I'm trying to get at. Let me, let me explain myself is that I have, I have people and their teachers and they have some shitty kids that are in there disrespecting their, their teachers being aliens and, and all that kind of stuff. And I hope that they are aliens at home with you 
And I hope you get to a point where you go, let's put this in uh, to bed because like a lot of kids nowadays have zero respect for their elders. They don't give a shit. They know that they can't get in trouble. You can't paddle them anymore. You can't yep. discipline them. I hope the hell that you guys listen to this and other people that may be hearing this in the future. I hope you do take the time to discipline your kids there in this time. And I hope they go drive you freaking up the wall that you actually take the time to actually do something about it. Well, certainly. And I think it's weird mm. for us to talk about this in a way that it's like, you're not engaged with your children. Cause that's just not oh, who God. we are. Yeah. But there is a lot of society that, that is truly going, Oh crap, I have to like raise my kids all day. And that's a scary that's freaking sad, thought, you know, um, which goes back. And I know I say this almost every episode, but that goes back to again, why SOM is here, yeah. you know, like, because there is a generation, if not two of people that were just like totally disengaged with raising their kids, sad. you know? And, and I'm not judging. I, I'm really not. I know there's different circumstances out there. There's different scenarios. And if you're, you know, working your tail off to provide and make sure they have shelter and food and all that, I respect the hell out of that. I really do. Um, I tend to believe that you can figure out how to do both. You may not have as much available time um, because you're doing those things, but in the time you have, you could make it very valuable. You know, so, or you could choose to do something different that would allow you to have more time. Everyone has the same amount of time. It's, it's yeah. making. Right. 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 Making so, a priority. So wait, I, I would, so I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna disagree with you yep. just briefly on that. And I, I don't disagree with the mindset. What I disagree with is, um, you can be highly productive and, and people that are highly productive have to have people to, to be caretakers for their children, whether you're daycare, whatever it may be. Uh, the difference is as an engaged parent, when you pick that kid up, you don't just pick them up. Right. You talk to the teacher and you go, how was he today? While the kid is sitting right next to you, how was he today? Was he good? Was he not good? Did he eat when you told him to eat? Did he do what he was supposed to be doing and stuff? When that kid understands that it's not just a, oh, well, I'm going to pawn them off when it's a matter of daddy had to work, daddy had to go yeah. take care of some business and stuff. But now I'm back. I'd like to know how he was. And he knows that you're looking into that kind of thing. I make sure that every time I pick Maverick up from daycare, that's a question that I ask. Yeah. How was he? Was he good while he's standing there? Was he good? And sometimes, it, majority of the time, the answer is, man, he's always good. And that's 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 not necessarily, well, that is kind of a testament to me and Dan. Fuck that. I'll, yeah. I'll take that. <laughs> we, we, I, I'll, I'll be honest with you, dude. Yeah, like, we, yeah. we invest. We invest yeah, time yeah. in the fact that he will be a respectful young man. And not to the point where we kill his wild spirit, but to the point where there is a line. You yeah, know, like, yeah. dude, go out there and have fun. Go, go have a good time. If somebody's messing with you, like, punch him in the face yeah, if yeah. you need to. But at the same time, when a teacher says it's time to sit down, and he knows the difference. Man, these yeah. kids, don't underestimate your children. Let's start oh with that. Gosh, don't yes. underestimate your kids. Your kids know when it's time to do what's supposed to be done and when it's time to hang out and stuff like that. But to your, to your point, like sometimes you do have to say, hey, somebody needs to take care of our kids and stuff like that. But make sure that you're involved in the pickup. Make sure that you're involved in the, in the, in the drop-off. Like, hey, I'm just going to tell you, he's, he understands what his responsibilities are as a young man. He understands who he should be, what he should be doing. There's one thing that I can't stand is when people start letting your kids off the hook. Oh, I can't stand that. Mm -hmm. If no. I'm somewhere and they start making like, look, if you want to make excuses for your kids, that's fine. Right. But don't don't put that juju on my kids. Heck yeah. You know, like, oh, it's okay. No, it's not okay. I have flat out told people, no, it's not okay. It might be okay for your kids after way. We had a situation this week, and I won't get on the whole story, but 
my wife flat out got up in my 14 year old's grill about something and rightfully so. Uh, and there was three other kids there that don't have, and I'm not, they're, they're good kids and, and God bless them. They don't have parents that are engaged. I just know it at this point. I didn't right. know if they're newer friends to our friend. We're in a new neighborhood. They're, they're not bad kids. One of them could be better than he is. All of them could be better, but for the most part for their situations, they're okay. But, and, and, and she flat out got up in Caden's grill and in front of those other kids though, like she don't care who stands, you know, I mean, Jesus and everybody be standing there. She don't care. Right. She is old school when it comes to that. Um, and she, and then she told those other boys, she's like, look, it might be okay for you. Your parents might not care. That's not okay for my kid though. Like whatever it it is not okay for this one right here. It matters. Rest of y'all, you got your own parents or whatever. But for that one, it ain't going this way. Is basically what it came down to. And what was really cool about that, and this is to not to not underestimate your kids, like JP was talking about, what was really cool about that is one of those kids later came up to her after the fact and said, "That was re- I really appreciate you doing that." Mm-hmm. Basically, like he was like you could tell he was seeking mm-hmm. some type of guidance like that. Like I wish I had somebody in my life that would tell me. Mm-hmm don't be an idiot, you know, or don't do this or don't do that. And you, you could tell he just doesn't. And, and she said this comment and then I've agreed with it prior that we see a lot of, a lot of good uh, traits in this kid. And he, he doesn't really have, uh, he doesn't have a father figure at all that I'm aware of. And his, his mother's not really engaged with doing a whole lot. He's kind of got a crappy situation and we feel like, Hey, we got a great opportunity. There's, there's two ways you could approach it. And I'm, I would be lying if I said my, my, my gut, not my gut reaction, but my, initial human reaction was i hope he's not a bad influence to my kid Mm. right i mean everybody kind of feels that way but then i thought what if we could just be a good influence to him exactly you know what if we could just do the opposite why don't we just take some action and 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 be a good influence to him so why don't we just say hey you come over whenever you want Mm -hmm. you know and you be around a family and what an actual husband and wife look like and what an actual father and, and mother look like and hopefully in some way we can and create an example for him to when he gets older and has kids, he knows what it looks like. Cause to this point, I don't think he's had that. And, and I'm really, I'm really glad that you went that direction because like what I was talking about and, and that goes, that goes for twofold. So um, the young man that I was talking to about good boo-boos and stuff like that, I respect his parents mightily. Yep. He's got, he's got very good parents and he's got a really good, good household, but that doesn't mean you don't need to pour into kids. Like one of the coolest things in the world and, and just take, t- take this for face value. Next time that you see a kid, you see a young man, uh, that it, whether they have good parents, or they don't have good parents or whatever it may be, take the opportunity to edify people that are around them that need to be edified. And yep. you, you want to talk about really, really, you know, putting some things into a child's head, like, you know, for, for instance, the, the young man that I was talking to, you know, you, you take the opportunity to edify his parents to go, you know, your dad's awesome. And your, your mom, man, she's on point. Like your mom, that, that reinforces everything that they want to believe. Yep. Right. Well, it, yeah, it reinforces everything that that parent's doing. So like, hey, guys, let's help each other out. Right. You know, we're all figuring this thing out as we go as parents. If you see somebody else that's a good person that, you know, definitely pour into their kids, make their life easier. You know, I mean. I know we've all done that to each other Yeah, and don't, oh, yeah. don't lie or BS about it. If the no. parents aren't good, then don't, you know, fill them full of crap, but, but don't tell them the negative stuff. Just mm-hmm. give them, you know, give something them, positive. find it, something to edify them. For, yep, yeah. Exactly. Right. Yep. Right. Absolutely. And keep a good attitude in there. Yeah. And oh. if somebody's doing that for you, listen to what you're not being edified uh, for. Ooh, that's, that's a whole nother <laughs> podcast huge. right there. That is a whole nother podcast right there. So, um, are there other things that you guys are doing from just a sheer action standpoint to make sure that you're keeping your own attitude in check? 
like to make sure you're the leader of your household when it comes to being the thermometer? Yeah, absolutely. You have to. I mean, it starts with you. As a man, it, it starts with you to be the, the temperature of your home. Right. But like what kind of stuff? Like what are you doing to make sure that you keep that in check? Uh, I like to pray every morning, start my day out, day out right um, with the habits that I like to do. I like to read. Uh, I like to uh, always have positive influence uh, into my brain. Um, I watch what I listen to, read, uh, watch what I watch. Um I'm not perfect, but that's that, that's definitely something I want to strive to. So, uh, anything that I say, I watch my words. I watch my uh, the tone of voice that I have with those who I care about. When I you mean, say you watch your and I'm interrupting you, but when sure, you say you ahead. watch your words, just so the listeners are clear, do you mean the specific word that you're using, or do you mean the um, not the tone, but the whether the that whether that verbiage is going positive or negative? In other right. words. I know we've gotten pushback in the past for using curse words on here, mm -hmm. right? Or swear words, whatever. Um, and listen, there's honestly, there's times when I'm convicted about, you know, I should pull back on that a little bit, you mm -hmm. know? Um, but then there's other times, more times where I'm just like, I, you know, I'm going to be me. That's the only person I could be. Um, and we're not going to let a word control, you know, what we're doing, you know? So, nope. Uh, if we start catering to one or two people, we're going to miss the, you know, we're going to miss the masses, um, Water down the message. Wow. Yeah. So, um, so by that, I mean, when you say I watch my words, it's not like, I mean, yes, if you're two year old around, you probably don't say fuck as much, right? you know? Um, but, but is it, is it just, I'm using positive phrases. And that well, let's, let's look at a glass house mentality. Like, um, everybody's being affected or a lot of people that had their pants down during this you know, pandemic. I damn sure have. <laughs> uh, but in a sense of like, wasn't ready for <laughs> financially or, or whatever. And, and being glass house, I can relate to, Oh, uh, you know, three months, I'm, I'm pretty good. If anything beyond that, it's kind of messing things up and uh, didn't really account for something so trivial in my mind to, to, to do what it's doing. And uh, in that sense, there was some times of like, uncertainties let's say uh and instead of having that mindset come in or saying that i don't know what the hell i'm going to do in a sense or whatnot and speak life into the the defeat i'm speaking life into the victory of like no we're gonna we're gonna figure some things out we're gonna buckle down we're gonna call more people we're gonna do more things um like uh, i've seen other you know things that i like to follow it's talking about hey are you taking the opportunity now that you have more time for you to, you know, sharpen your axe like what O was talking about, read more, uh, you know, get educated about some other things and other topics and stuff like that. And that's, that's the verbiage, you know, when you have those, the bitch voice come into your, uh, your head, like you got to cancel that out with that positive. And that's an actual action you have to physically do. Uh, and, and it's especially in my case right now. So yeah, the things of that sort, uh, opportunities that come up whenever, since we're talking about our kids, to now that I have more, a little bit more downtime, I'm like, okay, what are other opportunities that I can teach him something that can help his life and help him become better? And we did, we actually did something pretty cool for this Easter, and we'll talk about that offline. But it's really cool, like how that's explaining certain things that are he's coming into, like you know, lying and other things of that sort. Like how how that to get that point across of like that's not good. So your kid just being lies. Proactive. Oh yeah. Yeah, mine has too. <laughs> yeah, a couple times. Dude, all the time. Dude, all right, man. Time take a nap. Mom said I don't have to take a nap. Like, mom didn't say shit. <laughs> <laughs> Mom's Dude, at work, it is bro. So crazy. So you know, crazy. I think it, so. The, just to um, say the question again, Wilson talked for a really long time. Can you see, can you ask it again? 
What we're doing? Literally asking me to ask a question that I asked five minutes ago, and you expect me to remember? What are you doing? What are you doing from an action perspective? I know what it was. Keep a good attitude. I know what it was. I was just trying to bust on Wilson's chops, Jesus. (laughs) So yeah. So so what? That's what I would have said after the question was asked Uh, again. (laughs) Yeah. I knew what it was. My God. Uh, Jeez. Okay. (laughs) Cameron forgets what he's saying twice, and I get busted because I asked him to ask a question. Okay. Okay. This is fair. That's the elder James. Excuse so me. <laughs> I'm messing. No. no, so I think um, it's more important than ever now to make sure that you're controlling your action and attitude than ever, because if you're not, then you're going to be you'll be stagnant as hell, and stagnancy breeds negativity. And like we always talk about, if you're not going forward, you're going backwards. And right now, if you're not doing anything to move forward, you're starting over, fresh. I mean, you're going to get. Think of it like uh, I talked to my boss about this the other day. Think of it like a kid who leaves school and doesn't do shit all summer. Dude, you're coming back with mush brain. That's what we called it. Your brain's mush. You're not sharp. So one thing we've, we've done to combat that is make sure, like, it, I get up 7 o'clock every morning from 7 to 8. So it's an hour-long podcast. If it's not an hour-long podcast, then we read for the remainder of the time. It's 20 pages of reading. After that, it's some kind of movement to get the blood flowing and, and the juices going to the brain. Uh, cooking breakfast every single morning to make sure things are exactly the same every single morning. We're growing every single morning. The night is a little more lax. I think I probably just out of watching my own game footage, which is part of my morning, looking back at the game footage, silver lining. And uh, please don't take the, you know, for listeners, please don't take this the wrong way. Silver lining for me is I've been able to become an, more effective as a leader by taking this extra time to dive into le- leadership materials than I ever have. How would you take that the wrong way? Uh, because I'm saying that this is all. This has been a blessing for me. Oh, 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 oh but yeah. that's the attitude no, piece. It of should it. be. That's yeah, the attitude yeah, piece yeah. of it. It is a blessing. Okay, you know? I was it's confused, because you yeah. choose for it to be. Yeah, right. That's the ultimate story, and we haven't gotten that deep into this conversation. But that's really when I was wanting to talk about this, and we've all had these conversations about attitude and action for years together. Mm-hmm. But that's ultimately what it comes down to: is your choice. I choose to be victorious in this moment. Yeah, right. I choose oh, to have an attitude of victory every every day when I get up. Well, we talked about that in the habit of W man, dude, it's, it's, it's developing that winning habit. I haven't stopped. My action items are my action items, right? You know, until I hit 21 days and then I start new ones. So but the, the thing is, is that if you don't have the winning habit by now, since the last episode, or you haven't been developing that, dude, you're, you're starting over. You're getting mush brain, especially now start doing something now, dude, if you haven't already. I think it's important too, to keep that uh, consistency. That's one thing we've been focusing on. I've always been a big proponent of consistency and you know, with our, especially with our teenager, it's a big deal. Like you're still getting up. Not, now you're not getting up at six thirty or seven. Like if you were, we're having to drive you to school, but you're getting up by eight, mm-hmm. you know, you're going to get up by eight. We're not, it's not spring break. It's not summer break. Right. Um, even in those times, I'm not a big fan of sleeping in. Like I, I get that there should be downtime. I get there should be vacation time and I'm let kids be kids. I get all that. But I also get that consistency will put you so far ahead of people like light years ahead of people because it's so hard to be consistent and so few people do it if you can just make yourself create habits like waking up early doesn't even have to be super early but just early on the same time you know or you know or reading like you're talking about getting in 20 pages whatever your thing is whatever whatever you're doing like but doing that regardless like doing that whether um your day goes as planned or not and as we talked about before probably it doesn't 
there's more likely chance that your day is not going to go as planned. Now, now I am a big proponent of, of controlling your calendar, but that comes down to um, understanding that you control your calendar with an understanding of there's going to be surprises in your calendar throughout the day and you still have critical tasks to accomplish. Most of those critical tasks are how to make yourself better. So you can, you know, accomplish or you can counteract the next thing that comes at you that you weren't expecting, you know? So, um, I, I could talk about action and attitude forever and I could definitely could talk about consistency and we probably should do a podcast on that at some point because yeah. that is a, a huge freaking deal. Mm-hmm. Um, is there anything that's like just pressing that you guys want to add to this before I start wrapping up? So I'll, I'll touch on my version of action okay. um, <clears throat> that I had and for me personally, action um, is, is doing 10% more than what's expected of you. So effort is a big thing for me. Um, and that's one thing I want to instill in my boys. Like if, if you're going to mess up, mess up at a hundred miles an hour. Um, you know, don't, don't, don't pussyfoot around. Unless you're in a car. Uh, Right. (laughs) Don't pussyfoot around, but always do 10% more than what's expected of you and really good things will happen. Um, and, and I'm a, I'm a big proponent of that. It was cool because we're, I was cutting grass today. Um, and, and Maverick wanted to hold the, the lawnmower while, while we were pushing, I was kind of walking behind him and, and, you know, I was listening to a podcast, had my, my headphones in. Um, you know, we go through the neighbor's yard over there and stuff and come back around and, and stop. And, you know, he kind of hops off and he's like, I want to go ride my bike. And uh, I said, cool, man, go ride, go, go ride your bike. It's cool. It's not your responsibility to cut the grass. He's four. But he, he stopped and he, he kind of came back up there and I paused my podcast and he said, why did you go in the neighbor's yard and cut the grass? And I said, well, because we always do 10% more mm-hmm. than what's expected of us. And that's a very simple and low, like really low level kind of thing, but it's low level, but he, he recognized it. He gets it. Mm-hmm. He, he saw it. He gets it. He's like, we don't, we don't just do the bare minimum. No. We always, if you'll do 10% more than what's expected of you, um, then your attitude changes because when you go to bed at night and you put your head on the pillow, you go, I did, and not to be cliche, but I did 110% today. Yep. Like I, there, there's, I, I, I literally did more than what was expected of me. And I think people that live in anxiety and depression and things of that nature uh, and, and have a bad attitude for lack of better words, probably give 75% effort on a daily basis. If that, and of and they, course you know, it's going to, you know why, but you attitude. know why their attitude's bad. And and I won't say all the time and, and I know I cut you off, but this is important. There there's is because they only give 75%, which means probably they they've never given more to somebody like you cutting the grass. Like they've never been blessed. They've, they've never blessed somebody else with their extra. Therefore they've never been blessed with somebody else's extra. So everything's doom and gloom. Yep. Whereas if they would just, we talked about giving in the previous episode, mm-hmm. if they would just give that extra 10%, then they would receive that extra 10% multiplied by everybody oh, yeah. around them. And they would be like, Holy crap, life is awesome. Like oh, look at sure. all these blessings that are coming to me. For sure. Plus you feel good about yourself. You know, we talked about it in, in past episodes where you're, you're talking about being afraid to ask your boss for time off in situations yeah. and stuff like that. Well, if you give 10% more effort than what, what you're, you're asked to give, you're always a step or two ahead of your boss, which is where I like to stay. I always, when my boss hits me up about something, he's like, Hey, this is something that I was looking at, you know, blah, blah, blah. I can respond to him and go, Oh yeah, blah, 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 blah. This is what we got in the works. These are the things we're doing, blah, blah, blah. And he'll go, man, dude, you're always two steps ahead of me. At least. And, and, and it's not because I am, I am like worker focused. It's because that's my character. Mm-hmm. I want when people look at me to go, dude, that guy's always two steps ahead. And it's not because I'm smarter or whatever it may be. It's 
fucking effort. You try. I was going to say, because you try. It's effort. It's, that's all it is, is 10% more. And that's when, you know, like, I don't care if it's working out or whatever it may be. You know, we got a little bit of extra time. Let's, let's go do this or whatever it may be. But you want to be happy, work. Dude, mm-hmm. if you want to be happy, work. And I'm not talking about go throw a pickaxe or something. I'm talking about work and work can be reading a book. Work can be investing in your kids. Work can be getting off your lazy ass and going and kicking a soccer ball in the backyard to teach your kid how to have footwork or whatever it may be. Cause sometimes that's not convenient, but work. And at the end of the day, you will be a happy individual. Work makes people happy. I, I, I believe that work action right. increases a positive attitude. Absolutely. hundred percent. Absolutely. That's awesome. That's great. So we're going to wrap up. Uh, appreciate you guys big time, man. This, there is some meat in here for sure. And uh, if you're a listener, like go back and listen to this again, uh, no doubt about it. And just c- take into consideration as you're progressing through life, and especially, you know, currently is there's a lot of uncontrollables. You know, there's a lot of things that seem out of your control and, and seem uh, unpredictable or unprecedented or whatever. Uh, just know that you can always control your actions. You can control what you do personally, and you can control your attitude and how you approach the things that are thrown at you. So regardless of the circumstances, whether it be a stump toe or the government telling you what you can and can't do, you can decide how you're going to react to it. You can decide if you're going to be positive or negative. And not only will that affect you, but it'll affect the people around you. Most importantly, your wife and your kids. Uh, so speaking to the men specifically there, but um, we are pumped to uh, be able to, to, pursue this movement together we're pumped to be able to continue this message the vision we have for this is incredibly huge and we're excited about where things are going uh if i were you as a listener uh, i would dig into some of our our previous stuff and get yourself engaged with the full message listen listen to the previous episodes you can find them all at shepherdsof.men uh all of our social media outlets at shepherds of men on facebook instagram all those great things twitter we're something else but you can find it um and, and go check out some of the gear. You know, you're going to see some stories and some things coming out. We're doing this awesome movement within the movement with the COVID beards. As I mentioned previously, um, that's just going to get sexier. I mean, let's just call it what it is. The longer it gets, the sexier it is. And, and that's, that was uh, her quote. Um, that's what she said. <laughs> um, but, but be a part of it, man. Have some fun with it. And, and, and honestly, I think it will help some people have a great attitude throughout this time. Like, I have never once in my life wanted to grow honestly a beard and much less a long beard. Um, so I don't know how long this is going to go, but we'll see what's going to happen, but it's going to be a good time. So join us, have some fun with it. Shoot us some pictures. We'd love to see your COVID beard. We'd love to see you being a quarantine King. And most importantly, we'd love to see you having a great attitude and taking action with your family throughout this time. Uh, and we can't wait to see you and hear from you, uh, through social media and definitely can't wait for you to hear the next episode coming out soon. So this has been the shepherds of men. This has been the movement. We love you guys. We'll talk to you soon.